Hello and welcome back. And if this is your first time, welcome to the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one fourth of your host, Ruben. Joining me as always is Keenan. What up? Marcos. Hi. And Isaac. Hello, hello. This week, we're going to be reviewing the newest studio album, New Lords, by hardcore band Mind Force. Yes, oh. sir. But before we get into that, we will give you our music recommendations of the week as well as our local beer recommendation of the week. Starting off the music is Keenan. My recommendation comes from fellow East Coast hardcore band Jive Bomb. Mm. They just released. <laughs> <laughs> They go hard as fuck, dog. <laughs> Who just released? You ready? 49 seconds <laughs> worth of heat. Damn, bro. I don't know. That's too long, bro. <laughs> they just released a new single called Illusion of Choice. Check it out. They're really blowing up. I believe they're on Flat Spot Records. Um, they're really starting to gain traction. Um, check it out. Jive Bomb, Illusion of Choice. My recommendation for the week is a rapper that I got put on. His name is J. Kill. To say that he he is uh his versatility is insane. Uh I've heard probably like ten tracks off of him, but uh he his flow is my favorite part. I like the way he raps. Um but he has these songs where it's extremely sad boy and it goes to literally de- like deathcore. It's Allah. Yeah, dude, there's some songs where he's just like flowing and then like the song builds up and then just drops into the nastiest fucking screams. So it's pretty fucking sick. Um, some of my first songs are, uh, I think it's Stay and Suicide Thoughts. Suicidal Thoughts. Shout out to Biggie. Yeah, but they go pretty fucking hard. Uh, I am Jake Hill on Spotify, so I'd go listen to him if you can. Hello, everybody. Ladies and gents. Ghouls and ghosts. My recommendation for the week is You Can't Turn a Hoe into a Housewife by the <laughs> legendary band, Deathcore Band, the last 10 seconds of life. Uh, I mean, what can I say about it? It's classic middle school death core. It is. But it fucking slaps. And it dog. does. It's it's um, just breakdowns, brutal screams, and a fantastic flow towards like the minute and a half mark. Everybody check that song out if you like death core. It's very nostalgic. And uh, yeah, I... I I've been on a, a the last ten seconds of life kick lately. Warpath and Punishment are so very good, but yeah, can't turn a hoe into a housewife. My recommendation of the week is going to be the newest Griselda record, "Kiss the Ring" by Rome Streets. Damn, Damn. huh? He drops on you, dude. Griselda's been on a fucking. I mean, when are they never on a roll? That's true. Nah, they. What? I tend to omelet. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just hurt because they with? lumped up Freddie Gibbs. Oh, with with them in the Benny beef? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know I what's going on. Freddy. And Freddie just dropped an album, too, which is supposed to be really fucking good. Wait, Freddie and, and those folks from Griselda? Fucking beef. Just Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher. They're all beefing or what? Yeah. And he beat his ass or what? No, apparently there's a, uh, apparently there's a, um, there's a video of Benny the Butcher's taking Freddie Gibbs' chain. And then he's wearing it in later videos. Yeah, and then there's Aww. another video of them actually jumping Freddie Gibbs yeah, in, a, in a parking lot. Pussy, bro. And then later Squirrel. that night, he performed and he was all lumped up. Yeah. Good for him, bro. Good for him. He takes his lumps like a man yeah, still but, performs. Mm. Either way, this is about Rome Streets, though. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I just had to bring that up. So I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You know, Griselda's been on a roll. Fucking West Side Gun has been killing shit. Conway dropped one of the best albums of the year. Yeah. God Don't Make Mistakes. And then he had that uh, collab with Big Ghost. Um... Benny dropping 
fucking fire with Tana Talk 4. And then this just adds to the resume of Griselda. So production from Alchemist, production from Conductor Williams, features from Boldy James from all of Griselda. It's a must. It's a must listen. Don't be surprised if this makes my top 10. Really? Goddamn. Damn. All right. Our beer recommendation of the week is going to be coming from Sierra Blanca. It's going to be the Bone Chiller Nut Brown Ale. Malty, nutty, caramely, bready, medium bodied. This shit is sweet. Perfect for the uh, chilly weather coming up. It's going to warm your bones. Marcos provided this beer and he provided a description that Total Wine gave us. Right here. This beer is brewed with English ale yeast and English fugal hops. I don't even know what that means. Which are low in bitterness and produce a mild floral hop taste. The beer's complexity is created by chocolate malted barley and accepted by flavors of roasted coffee, nutmeg, and chocolate. Jesus, that sounds so good. What more can you good. ask for? It's really good, yeah. You can ask for anything else in a, uh, in a brown ale. I'm about to throw up right now. Cool. Yeah, we fucking killed it before the podcast even Oops. started. But Sarah Blanca, hit them up. They're kind of far out east in Moriarty, but... I can promise you it's worth the drive. They will not let you down. They will Ever. not let you down. Ever. Bone and everybody there is a fucking sweetheart. They're a bunch of fucking like chill-ass people. The the venue's sick as fuck. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, just their patio gorgeous. is beautiful. They have one of the best beers ever made in the pecan beer. Oh, my oh, God. Dude. Yo, yeah, we, we, we can't even get started with that because yeah, that's a whole yeah. other thing. But we're talking about the bone chiller. Get this shit on tap. Get in glass. It's worth it. Okay. All right. Get into Marcus's pick. New Lords by Mind Force. Marcos will led you to this. Um, I fucking love hardcore music, man. She gets me through the fucking gym. She got me through a hard time in the past year. Uh, so I really grew a vibe to it. It got really, uh, really let me uh, show my emotions in a violent way that was accepted by the community. So I grew my musical taste into uh, this genre and I fell in love with it. And I was like... This is like a really simple. We haven't done a, like a strictly hardcore album, right? Like we haven't, and this is as hardcore as it gets. Yeah, we've we've only done stuff that's kind of like, like hardcore adjacent. Yeah, you know, candy, like candy, and uh, chat pile. But we haven't done anything that's just you know straight up straight hardcore. edge hardcore. Let's yeah, go. for real, fucking straight from Triple B Records. You know, we Ooh. haven't done anything yeah. like that. So. Uh, that's funny because Keenan put me onto Mind Force Two in 2020 with hey. Swinging Swords and Chopping Lords. Man, what a great record! So, like Ruben said, like that was when I found them too. The mm-hmm. Swinging Swords. So once that EP dropped, I was like, "Holy shit!" Because everybody was on, I was on top of it. It's like, what is this? Cop the vinyl for both of us. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, this oh, shit is still hard. sealed, still sealed." <laughs> good looks, good looks. <laughs> this shit is hard. And it's just straight up, bro, it's just East Coast hardcore. Ain't nobody safe. Ooh, that was clean. Bro, ain't nobody safe. And, yeah, so, um, what, a few episodes back, I, that, they were my recommendation. Mm-hmm. The first single, The Survival is Vengeance. So, that's, a, that's the second time we've brought it full circle boom, with a recommendation so, and an album review. If y'all didn't listen to that, come on, catch up. <laughs> we live in the future. Come on. Future, Where are you at? <laughs> Have, uh, were you familiar with Mind Force at all, Isaac? Before before the, uh, we did this review, I'm gonna give it a buck, dog. No, I was not. That's right. I mean, if I'm sure I've listened to them through you guys and you know just being around you and you guys playing this, you know, but um, me listening to it on my own, no, no, I was unaware. Okay. I, I I did hear. 
So, just one little fucking bone to pick with this goddamn <laughs> album. I can't find no fucking lyrics for this goddamn album. So, when I was looking up the lyrics, I saw the Swinging Swords and fucking uh, Lords or whatever. <laughs> swinging Swords and Chopping Lords? Yeah, that <laughs> shit. With the hardest cover? That shit, that shit is hard as fuck, dog. Just hard as fuck. So, we, like as we've said, we haven't really done anything, you know, strictly hardcore. And I don't even know if we can really consider this strictly hardcore. Because there is a lot of influence taken from, in my opinion, power metal. I don't, I don't know if everybody else kind of fucks with that. Nah, but you're crazy. I more so in the imagery and like aesthetic. in the lyrics and the aesthetic. But then you know it, you also have a huge influence of thrash. Um, this band to me is essentially like, let's say you take Step to Rhythm by Turnstile, and then you take A Vulgar Display of Power by Pantera, and then you mix them together. That's essentially what. I feel like you get with Mind Force. It's a big mashup of this is essentially like the modern day equivalent to thrash metal. I feel you. That's pretty I, fucking awesome. That so you it's I feel like it's not as groovy as you're Pantera. wild. You're wild. Because Pantera is like the it, they're groove metal. Like they're not. I mean, they're groove metal. You, you but know? you're not saying that this is the this is how groovy. They've got groove. They got groove. And I th- and a but reason why I, I just wish they used the bass more. Sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, the bass isn't a, is as incorporated more, as I'm much. More, more, more. You disagree? But the guitar player to me sounds so much like Dimebag. I hear that shit. Oh, bro, those dive bombs that that guitar player does, it's like a like that's their staple. Mind Force, like that. That's theirs. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not theirs, but like you don't hear that, especially like in like the um, you know this style, um, because they are considered crossover. Mm-hmm. So with the crossover, you do have those thrash elements, you know, those old like metal elements, and then you have like the hardcore. Right. So literally, like, they're literally called like crossover. So like them, um, they even have like a split with another crossover band called Dead Heat, mm. and then you know like um, that leads to like, have you guys heard the band like Excel? No, no. So like a lot of stuff like that. Like um, so they're they're they are like the or Power Trip. Everybody's oh, yeah, power trip. Yeah, they're power trip, yeah. Yeah. So like, bro, again, like R.I.P. Riley. Um, so like, power trip was like one of like the first, not one of the first, but like they were like one of the bigger like crossover like thrash like like um you know thrash hardcore bands, and it like literally paved the way for like bands now like Mind Force. Right. And so, what you said, Ruben, that was perfect. I think those those two bands are like spot on. Yeah. Um, I hear the groove though. I hear the I, groove. I hear the groove too. It, I hear the bass. You even get a little. You get a little couple bass licks after <laughs> some of the guitar solos. I I did hear that. There's there's a, one part that is. What's the song? Because I know you like it, but you were saying it's mm. too short. And what song is that? Goliath and the Runt. That shit fucking slaps. <laughs> and it's, you know, I in my opinion, it's probably one of the most groovy songs on there. Like not groove. Yeah, because we say groovy, yeah, but we're not we're meaning here's... like, <laughs> like a vibe. Like a Scooby-Doo theme song, bro, and it's definitely not that. It could be. I mean, it's in an alternate world, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, you know? for real. In the yeah. Uh, adult <laughs> swim version. It could be in a, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, uh, Metalocalypse. Yeah. 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 No, but yeah, Goliath in the Run, it, I think, really encapsulates a lot of... Uh, what you what you were saying previous about mm-hmm. the the genre mashing, you know, and how you were saying Keenan, how it just that, that's funny because right here I literally have this is like their thrash heavy song, like yeah. this is the thrash heaviest, yeah, yeah, and extremely, hundred percent. 
Yeah, yeah. It, especially with all the guitar solos thrown in, and you could just imagine the circle pits going on. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I can imagine the dudes in their fucking in their Thrasher vests with their big old creator patches, like getting down to this shit, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah, with their long ass braids, bro. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Pepe. Pepe used to have the sickest back patch. Uh huh. It was the fucking creator pleasure to kill, and I was always like, dude, oh. please let me buy that back patch off you. And he's just like, no, I can't. I was like, fuck. <laughs> All in middle school trying to give this dude my lunch money for his back patch, <laughs> bro. Goddamn. That's perfect. Like with their high tops. <laughs> yeah, dude. With, with like the Reebok high tops or like the cons. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that like, yeah, I love it. I, I love that it caters to both type of both types of fans. You know, it's you, you get the you get the whole hardcore crowd, but then you also get that like old school thrasher slash like power metal type crowd, too. They like they cater to everybody, but they do it super well. Like, I think that's one of the things, too, is. When you do this type of crossover, I think it could be easy to get, like, too corny, you know what I mean? Or, like, it, it would be too easy to, like, maybe not incorporate one sound as much as the other or, like, trying to dip into the other sound. It just doesn't sound as good. They, they do don't commit. everything. Yeah, exactly. It might just be, like, a commitment issue or a lack of talent issue. But fucking Mind Force kills it in every way. Like Creative. Very creative, very fresh. Uh, I like I like this new like modern approach that they've taken to this type of sound. Well, it's cool because like you can't really like you can't put a label on it because like that's why it's literally just called crossover because like it's not catering to anything because like you go back to like DRI who was like literally they're the ones that like started the label crossover mm-hmm. and so like that you know you had like the punk crossover with the thrash and then or even like uh, what's another one like municipal waste and like toxic holocaust yeah like perfect examples like it just like. They didn't have to cater to anybody. They were just like labeled as crossover, right? And so that's what's like cool about Mind Force. It's like, yeah, they're just crossover. What do you want? You want thrash heavy or you want hardcore heavy? Yeah, because it doesn't matter what you want. You're getting both. <laughs> you're you're going to get either way. Yeah. Either way, you're going to get sucked up in the pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll we'll have a circle pit for one half, and then we'll get a crowd kill for the other half. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Take us, daddy. Um, I'll start into the intro track because I think the intro track is what hooks you right away. It's New Lords, a self-titled track off the album. That shit hooks you right off the fucking, uh, right off the rip. Man, New Lords is a perfect intro to this. And it's perfect. A, it's a super short album. So it's not like, you know, I think the album tops out at what, like 17, 18 minutes. So it's not like it takes a long time to really like grasp what you're listening to. But yeah, New Lords, it, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been a more perfect intro to this album, man. It brings you a full circle on like what you're going to listen to throughout the whole album. Honestly, because you have uh, parts where you just go in heavy as fuck. You're able to two-step to the fucking intro song, mosh to it. So, like, uh, you said you saw videos, right, online? Like, did you see, like, them playing this album at all like, off the videos? No, I, I've seen older. I could only imagine. I've seen older videos. Yeah, because I could only imagine, like, them starting off a show with fucking Noodlers coming out. And it's just, like, <laughs> like <laughs> instantly just moshing. Like, uh, what is it when they split, up, split them apart? Wall of Death. Like a Wall, wall of, of Death. death. There you go, the Wall of Death. And it's just, like, as soon as the fucking... First fucking uh, note drops. Boom. Um, but yeah, perfect intro song. It leads up to a, a song that I'm not really a fan of because of the singer's vocals. Or not the singer's vocals, but his... Uh, like his delivery? His delivery or like the rhythm to uh, the the notes that he hits. Not really the fan of it. And that second song is Survival Survival is Vengeance. Yeah, Survival of Vengeance. Uh, but other than that, like the production, it's really heavy. Guitar is heavy, drums are fucking nasty, the bass is really good, but it's just like <clears throat> the rhythm of which the notes he hits, it's just I just don't like it. It's not orgasmic to me. I don't appreciate it. 
But it's all right. I, it's I, not that bad. Yeah, me and Keenan. We're 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 on the same wave with this. Bro. I love his delivery in this. You're his, crazy. his that's what's so nice about his voice. His tone, like you can you could throw you could throw Mind Force on anywhere and you could know that's him. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell, all right, this is this is this is Mind Force right now. Cause he just has that tone. So like I don't think any song he does is a bad song. I really don't. Like maybe like if the like the instruments were kinda like all over the place, I could see it. But no, this song is fantastic. It's an amazing song. It's just like I don't know. I I, I gotta think about it more because I just don't like. I don't know. I just don't. I can't catch myself singing along to it. It's what because I kind of have the opposite problem with "Survival Is Vengeance." The final like fifteen twenty seconds, it kind of ends with this like weird like chugging kind of riff. I don't fuck with that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I think it kind of just fucks up the flow of the song and kind of brings the energy down and like. I just want to say the guitar player of Mind Force is fucking insane. This dude is probably my favorite guitar player out of the hardcore scene in general. That's good. That's good gas. That's amazing gas. Yeah, but I don't know something. Something about the way he's playing that just doesn't hit right. It it, it just feels like kind of hollow. You know, it just doesn't feel as heavy well, or like toned down as maybe it should be. At least it's right. towards the end of the song where you're able to just like skip it. Yeah, I could just skip it, but yeah. So that's the only issue that I have with this song. Really, is that the those final twenty seconds or whatever it is. Right. Uh, funny because I actually love the final. 20 seconds and we're all different on like the song (laughs) jesus for those screams bro those screams at the end Mm -hmm. he just hits that shit and you could feel that shit in the back of your throat bro souls singing to the fucking you're in the stadium he's singing to the fools outside getting tickets still singing in the himalayas yeah bro he's fucking (laughs) creating avalanches and fucking killing people on mount everest bro it's just fucking crazy i i love his screams towards the end Bro, this song literally makes me want to watch heavy metal and do air guitars in my garage, bro. Fucking love this that whole song. album does, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, this that's fucking true. Whole album fucking like, does. Bro, this this rip. whole album makes me feel like the dude on the cover ha- carrying a fucking big ass claymore oh, and a fucking yeah, dude. and a motherfucking Rasengan in a, in his other hand, bro, shooting lasers out his fucking face like With some shorty like wrapped around your leg. Yeah, <laughs> bro, looking like a fucking. <laughs> Looking like a Conan the Barbarian painting, bro. Say less. We need I'm that. About to, we, we, I'm about to fucking need to hit someone destroy up on and Etsy. conquer, bro. We need to hit someone up on Etsy to get you painted like that. Like a little French girl. We, we need a commission painting of this. Dog, bro. Just put me in a Caravaggio painting just in the background. <laughs> As a peasant with dirty feet. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> You know, you can, we please, can we please cut that out? We do not need to see that action. If you know Caravaggio, you know I said that, bro. Do we have any artists out there who are willing to yeah, take this? Please. Commissioner, now we'll pay you $300,000. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. Sorry, man. $300. Yeah, 300 $30. As soon as Spotify gives us that check. <laughs> 33 cents. We'll That's give you 5% of it. That exclusive sponsorship. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I ain't going to lie to you guys. It's kind of a hard album to kind of discuss. So I, I guess we could just kind of bounce some tracks, right? Yeah, we can. Honestly, I, I, I guess there really isn't anything to like get super in depth with, you know. Um, I I guess if we're just gonna bounce around, I really really like thirteen and mean because for the simple fact that it's the only time on the entire record where his vocals change and they're like they sound more melodic and there's more there's something there's more texture to it than literally the rest of the album where they all sound exactly the same after that, which. They weren't bad, but it is refreshing to hear him change it up slightly, even if it was only for the first so part. So I want to ask your opinion on it because you've shared your opinion to me plenty of times about hardcore music. You don't like the their vocal delivery, right? Yeah, I find it to be repetitive. 
but they're a lot cleaner. You like the deathcore screams, huh? That is true. That is true. I I, I do like him a little more, uh, a lot more heavy, like guttural. Yeah, guttural, filthy, like fucking brutal shit. I I don't like it, but it's it fits. This album fucking fits like really well. Like that that style of vocal delivery fits so well with the aesthetic of like these like eighties riffs and these you know nineties hardcore chugging breakdowns you know? yeah i love his vocals on a on basically the whole album man they're just so clean really high, uh, high-pitched but like really emotional mm-hmm. they, yeah yeah he, this man's powerful this man's super powerful very reminiscent of turnstile isaac can you please read what i have written down in my notes for this song <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this man is passing me his phone highlighted just, first fucking sentence 13 and mean i'm swinging on fucking sight bro Bitch, swing, bro. Well, I'm swinging didn't... on sight to mind force in general, but this song <laughs> specifically with that intro, fucking oh rips. My God, and like Ruben said, like, bro, this is literally dying back on the guitar, dude. Like this dude's dive bombs, those those pinch harmonics, those squeals are <laughs> fucking perfect. And I, I I I love, I really like mind force is probably one of my favorite hardcore bands right now. Maybe it's just because that's like the thrash kid in me. I love the solos. I love the guitar Ooh, solos. The and, solos. And so this one, you it's probably had like one of my favorite guitar solos off of the album. Probably mm, this one and probably Karma, but this one was definitely up there. And it's just it's nice that it's nice that you get that because like normally like a traditional like hardcore song, you don't really get that. You just kind of like it's the repetitive. You get right. riffs. You get the you riff. Get... You get the breakdown. The whole two step. And then that's it. It's out. But like this, this like the the guitar players actually like appreciated this. It's like yeah, they did. They they everything. I feel bad. We're just he's so good. He's so dope. But we just calling him this dude. I feel bad like not knowing his name. I should have looked it up. But yeah, whoever this dude is, whoever this dude is, fucking insane, dude. It's so real quick. Um. Not we don't have to go all the way back to survival is vengeance, but like how you don't like that chug at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens a lot. Mike Shaw, album. Mike Shaw, Mike Shaw, Mike Shaw, bro. Shaw, shout out. Mike Shaw is the guitarist from what oh, Queens? Shaw. Where's yeah, he from? Mike. Queens, oh. Staten. Where's he from? He's probably Stan from Staten Island. Island. <laughs> I don't know what you fool. You always tell you your social security number two. Well, well, <laughs> Burrow is you from, dog? <laughs> yeah, Mike Shaw. Bro, you from the Bronx or what? Uh, lo- sorry. <laughs> No, so a lot of these songs end with that chug. Mm-hmm. So like this one especially, like it literally like has like a pause, mm-hmm. and then the chug comes in. Like, do you fuck with that? Mm, yes, but I, I don't know. I I don't know if it it was, if it was a production issue with that second song, or if it was just the tone of the guitar or what. But something about it was just lacking. It didn't that, connect like, with you. It didn't connect, but it was like a lack of power or like a lack of energy I, I wasn't too sure what it was but something about it just sounded empty to me now the rest of the album no i don't have that issue at all yeah so we can like, as the great reuben once said this should have just been an ep because <laughs> i mean 17 minutes not a knock on the band but two of those songs are only like a minute long they and needed. one of them is fucking useless bro adds nothing the to outcast it. street slayer Oh, no, Street Slayer is nice. Outcast is ah, fucking garbage. Outcast. That one is like what? That's like the it's like a couple seconds. It's like forty it, seconds. Yeah, it's, it's seconds. forty seconds long, and it literally sounds like it could just be 
in any other song on the entire album well, and dude. they and they cut it up and put it as its own fucking track what the fuck so you don't feel that way about street slayer starts off it's way more catchy it's so fucking sick yeah it's way better for any of the than for not having any words it's way more sick it's it's way more uh cadence ca- catching yeah like it, it's way more catching to the ear it, 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 it it's way more engaging it, it, it hooks me the other one it just literally sounds like the end of any of these other songs like it, it just it's so out of place because it's so in place if that makes sense like it it belongs on the record but it doesn't belong as its own fucking song bro we're talking about a fucking hardcore band here well, what the fuck, dog? They need to figure that shit out. <laughs> this shit's fucking 17 minutes. How are you going to add a 40-second song to a 17-minute goddamn album? You fucking silly gooses. Bro, I have this written down. With songs like this and Outcast of the Empire, this shit could have been an EP like the great Father Flocka would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's good gas. That's right. good gas. Good gas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right, what about good. what about ending the album then with, uh, with uh, Ryan? Oh, the longest song on the entire yeah, album at, at like a total minutes. three minutes. <laughs> well, see, and that's because I'm the opposite. Street Slayer is the same fucking thing. Forty seconds. I don't understand why we would have this short ass so, interlude but, in between. I, like, but do you feel that way track. about Outcasts of the Empire as well? Kind of, but not not as much. I th- we're opposite in our opinion. Okay, okay, that's fair. So yeah. you so. Outcast was more engaging. Yes. Another one was filler. Yes. Okay. That's yes. Cool. Especially well, because it's ending on such a high note with that guitar solo. And then just for it to end off into into the last track, Rotten. Which is perfect, though. I, I was about to say, I'm like, I felt like a, every song on this album fucking like went into each other like perfectly. Like perfectly. Perfectly. We'll see. Besides and then, Outcast. Oh, I besides every, <laughs> every well, song. And, the, and then this is what, um, let me know if I'm wrong. But this is what Goliath and the Runt did. Goliath and the Runt literally had, you know, that big ass first half, and then it ends, and then you get the silence for That's what three seconds, part. and then it goes back into the end, That's and it the ends best off. Part. Exactly, we could have done the same shit with these interludes. <laughs> so why are they here? No, I mean, I mean, I even though I do like Street Slayer, I completely agree. Like you know? these either belong on tracks. Or not at all. Like they yeah. added nothing to the all album. Right, so how long would the album be if they added it to the track? What seven seven songs? It would be the exact same amount. No, just, seven songs. It would be sixteen oh. minutes instead of seventeen minutes. <laughs> so I guess when you put I'm it talking like about that, track wise, track wise, no, you're, right, you're right. So seven uh, like about seven songs. No, I probably would have gone down because like the seconds in between songs, eight, eight songs, <laughs> it would go away. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an eight song album, I guess. Well, that would be an EP, sir. It's, it's damn near an EP already. Yeah, but, no matter what, this is still an EP. <laughs> but, but, you know, to answer your question, yes, I thought Rotten was a great way to end it. Yeah, I thought Rotten was an amazing it's, uh, way to end it. You know, it, it's a little hard to discuss it because I don't think nothing really changes as far as the sound or, like, the True. melodies of the album. So it's like, yeah, Rotten was a good ending track, but because it did anything different? No. Because it changed pace? or No, not really. It just was a good wrap-up. No, well, you got to was... understand the aspect of this album. is like you don't come into this fucking album expecting a lyrical fucking uh, holy grail. <laughs> well, right. And that's not what I was expecting. But like, to answer your question, was it a good way to end it? It, yes, was, it was, but not because I'm ta- I'm, it, But no. I'm talking to the audience. When, it, when you come into this album, like you're able to express your emotions. Uh, if you're feeling some type of uh, of stress or 
or agitated in any type of way this uh music like this or this album definitely help you out getting through um a hard time and when you need to show some, some frustration because it will bring the demon out of you for sure mm-hmm. or if you're like in the mood for thrash but you're sick and tired of hearing the art of parting for the millionth time <laughs> Then you come and listen to Mind Force. You get some, you get some fresh rips. Out of that. Bro. Yo, speaking. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Just I know. I just think of that stupid interlude. Hey, man. <laughs> On the art of parting. Yeah. Oh, he's, what did he we, say? We talk about it every time we bring up this album. God, he just goes, "Hey, man, you go, you going to the party tonight? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like a bunch of. Yeah. That sounds cringe as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. That's the point. That's, that's, yeah, the, that's point. the point. You gotta listen to the album. The album from front to back is bro. The art of parting by Municipal Ways. Yeah, it's their best album. Even after oh, that. Facts. Even after that. Fuck. That kind of deterred me away from it. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. Jesus. Bro, go listen to Go listen to Beer Pressure. Okay. <laughs> Municipal Waste. I've heard of them before, but I haven't heard that. What the interlude? Yeah, interlude. I think it's like the start. Of, that's not. A, yeah, it's just like the intro to one of those. Oh songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like a like a little skit. All right, well, I'm down then. If we're talking about sick riffs, I have a couple that I want to point out real quick before we wrap this up. Point them out, baby. Um, words fail. I think that's the sick one of the sickest riffs. And the beginning of that song is so fucking sick. The, those riffs are fucking gross. And then the riffs in. When instant karma lasts, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. and that, that breakdown. That was nasty. That's the best song in the entire fucking album. Best song in the whole album. Great riffs. Best breakdown, bro. This shit literally makes me want to fucking. It's literally white knuckle blind rage in this fucking song. The opening is perfect. The tempo with the drums that is paired with it and the riffs are all in sync. Like everything about this song is fucking amazing, bro. Shout out those lyrics. And shout out the lyrics. the lyrics. No, because it's the show. Oh, bro, with his chant, when he says instant karma comes fast, it's motherfuckers like you that make it last. God. And then you, Damn. Just, you just got the chugging behind him. Mm. It's like, bro, nobody's yeah. safe. No one is safe <laughs> when this song comes safe. on, bro. No way, Literally. Dude. You better get the fuck out of that area, dude. I'm making the stankiest face right now because that's fucked. Brutal, and that that's another man. thing too that I like about this. I, I mean, it isn't anything like super spectacular, but the chants—they're few and far in between on this album. But when they are thrown in, it's so oh, sick! So I love the sound of that shit. So catchy. Keep going, Isaac. Open yeah. What pink? else? What else you got? What else we got? Um, I mean, instant karma. La- uh, as a matter of fact, how, how we were saying can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Mm-hmm. Like when instant karma lasts, like that's fucking hard, bro. Yeah. Like I fuck with that heavy. I think the first three songs. Have the best opening riffs. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a pretty fucking solid album. Kind of boring, but only because it's not in my wheelhouse. So I, I need to, you know, um, season my palate a little more when it comes to this music. And But I do do really love the the incorporation of, you know, thrash. Right, question then, would yeah. you go to a Mind Force show? Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wear my riot gear, dog. <laughs> yeah, come with the mouthpiece. Yeah. Tell <laughs> shit. Uh, like Carlos Condit with the yeah. Z symbol on it. I'll just sick. fucking just rock up in the Oh, it's definitely on site, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. Uh, are we ready to wrap up? Anybody else have any bars, any rips? Any no, I just want to catch them in, 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 in concert. So. I do too. And you're gonna? you're gonna? Yes, sir. Can't get here fast enough. All right, then. Let's go ahead and get to our top three tracks. Me. Final reviews and final scores. Marco started Me. off. 
Um, number one is when Instant Karma lasts. Number two is New Lords. Number three is uh, fuck. <laughs> They're all so good, but Jesus. Uh, I would have to go with uh, Goliath and the Run or Street Slayer. I know Final Review, like you said, it's really straightforward. It's an amazing hardcore album. Like I listened to this shit on repeat for the la- for the past week, or two weeks, three weeks. But uh, yeah, if you need to let your frustrations out or anything like that, and you want some something to like really encapsulate some anger, Mind Force, hardcore music. Let this band be the opening band to get you into this genre of music because you will not regret it. So they did an amazing job with this album. I'll give it a nine out of ten. Um. Yeah. So. I sound like a fucking scratch CD because I say the same shit every time, but I, I I don't listen to hardcore as much as you know everybody else. So this was a learning experience for me. This was something that really I was able to sink my teeth into and and really kind of break down the genre, you know. Which is crazy how Keenan said that it is more of a crossover band or a, I'm sorry, what, what was the exact term that you used? Yeah, crossover. Crossover. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, as. Keenan alluded to that it's a crossover band. So I got, you know, some good, tasty, you know, hardcore style. And I got really good, you know, uh, thrash style. So I was I was very fortunate to be able to kind of, you know, expand my palate in that way. But as far as my, you know, <laughs> taste of the album itself, I, I did kind of find it a bit repetitive the the thing with it is is like every song the energy level is at a fucking 10 bro like it's intense but then you know i'm fucking seven tracks deep and he's still let's fucking go with a fucking claymore and a racing gun and i'm just like chill dog like not even chill just you know switch it up a little for me and my taste so um but yeah it, it was pretty cool uh, top three tracks would definitely be words fail for that beginning riff fucking amazing street slayer and of course when instant karma lasts that shit is fucking brutal uh with all that being said i will give this a six out of ten solid but a bit repetitive well gotta be honest with you i am gonna be a little biased because this is this is one of my this is my go-tos right now. Like I said earlier, this is one of my favorite bands right now. Fuck so, yeah. man, the guitar player can't can't give this dude enough praise. Mike Shaw, try it out. Mike Shaw. There we go, Mike Shaw. <laughs> great riffs, great solos, great breakdowns. The tone in which the the lyrics are delivered, you could spot it a mile away. You could tell this is Mind Force. And I really love that right now about them because they kind of do stick out um, compared to like the rest of like the hardcore scene or just crossover right now that's going on. And um, I think that's why I'm really into them right now because, uh, you know, I had my little thrash phase. And so it's cool to like kind of like hear that sound again, especially with the guitar. And so overall, um, this album is a little too quick. I wish it was a little longer. Of course, you know, uh, there was a couple songs on there that I wish were either not on there or just kind of made into their own songs or incorporated into the album a little better. Um, but that being said, top three tracks, um, I got when instant karma lasts Goliath and the runt and rotten overall 8.5 out of 10. Dang. Dang. Let's go baby. I love mind force and I love this album. Um, I love that they're able to incorporate a genre such as thrash, which I think is very outdated sounding. 
and turn it into something very refreshing and very new um, while also incorporating the big, you know, hardcore influences. Um, they're a band that very much um, wears their influences on their sleeves while also not, you know, coming off as like super corny or like biting styles, you know. Um, eight out of ten. Um, very, very, very few weak points. Again, the chugging at the end of the second track is maybe the only one I can really say. And I guess a small little four, 40 second uh, interludes. Uh, but those aren't necessarily bad. So going to my top two tracks, I'm going to have number three at All Facts, number two, New Lords, and number one, When Instant Karma Last. Say less. Hell yeah. Say less. That's our review of New Lords by Mind Force. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you guys were excited to listen to this. Uh, let us know what you guys think about the album. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. Then let us know what you think about it. Uh, like Marco said, this is really our first hardcore band. So if you haven't listened to hardcore, we hope we introduce you guys to a lot of this. It's, uh, hardcore is definitely going through somewhat of a renaissance era right now. You know, There's a ton of fresh, new, exciting bands to check out. So it's definitely a genre worth checking out right now. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next episode. Later. Bye.